Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Man, I tell you what, I poured some extra strength coffee today after sleeping in for a few days in a row. I thought, man, I might be hurting on Tuesday morning. I better pour some extra strength French press coffee from our friends down at the 82 Coffee Company and Dylan, the veteran-owned business down there. And I did pour the extra strength, but we don't need it. Because it's Tuesday. We got John Jackson in the house to keep us awake here. Uh, John, Happy New Year to you. Hope you had a great Christmas and everything. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to be back. So uh, my wife and I had some fun during the holidays just, like, sending these short little video reels to each other. Like, you know, funny stuff on the Internet. Uh, and uh, and there was this. I don't know if you're like this. You're probably a much better, much better guy than I am. But do you ever find yourself you know and, and you're talking to somebody and you're busy thinking about something else and then you have no idea what they were just saying because you were too busy thinking about something else like i'm i'm reading a new york post story but meanwhile my wife's telling me like <laughs> a chore to do and i'm like and she'll look at me and be like did you hear what i just said i'm like uh no would you mind telling me that one more time like anyway but but there's this funny like you remember the water boy the oh, yeah. water boy movie with adam sandler so there's this funny like like video reel that's out there where where you know the words on the caption say you know uh uh, let's see. What was it here? Uh, this was this was the Adventures with Mace Instagram page. What my husband hears of my upcoming plans. <laughs> the far, far friend. Yeah, the far friend. Is yeah. that the guy from the one about yeah. <laughs> What did she just tell me to do? I, I know she wants me to do a chore, but I have no idea what she just said to me. And then there was another one, like, like you know, if she's yelling at you from the next room, hey, I'm uh, gonna go to the store, and can you get blank, 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 and blank? And I can't hear anything, and 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 so they have this one where there's a little baby. Another video. Charlie Brown's teacher. Charlie. See that? Now you're showing your age. See that's what the old people talk about. Now for us younger guys out here, that's where we got to use the water boy. See, that's replaced the Charlie Brown's teacher. I worked in Houston, and we had you know, we're right there on the border of Louisiana, and we had a lot of agents, a lot of local police officers that were caging to the core, right? And no kidding, they can talk like that. You get them, you get them a couple beers in them, they will talk exactly like Farmer Fran. I mean, no kidding. I had a guy from Louisiana that was over in a. Over in Afghanistan with us, and I swear he talked exactly yeah. like he was in in the Water Boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, here's uh, what uh, is going through John Jackson's mind when Ken in Great Falls calls into the show. <laughs> climate change. I think that's what he was saying there. He was saying something about climate change. Climate change, change and electric vehicles. Or something, something about yeah, yeah. they're expensive. Hard to find. Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah, COVID. Get your vax. Yeah. Uh, he's a she. Something like that. I don't know. Hey, I think Tim and Billings is on the phone lines. Let's start with his phone call right after this. If he's uh, still there, phone lines are open for you as well. 294-0970. Here is your Montana news. 25 state attorneys general stood up against a California gun control law co-led by our own Austin Knudsen. California passed a ban on ammunition magazines holding more than 10 rounds. 
A district court judge called this ban clearly unconstitutional. Of course, the West Coast state appealed the decision to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Austin Knudsen, with Idaho AG Raul Labrador, led the filing of an amicus brief supporting the district court's ruling. 23 more states joined in the brief. They uphold the Second Amendment right to bear arms by individuals to facilitate self-defense, reaffirmed by the Heller, McDonald, and Bruin cases before the Supreme Court. In a press release, the Montana AG notes there are over half a billion ammo magazines across the nation, over 10 rounds, and so are a common feature with firearms. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Who is Zoe Zephyr, the radical transgender lawmaker from Missoula, Montana, who cheered on the transurrection attacking the Montana House of Representatives? Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. That story, uh, clearly, by far, the number one story based on Montana page views for 2023. We compiled the top 23 stories for 2023 here in Montana. Go to MontanaTalks.com. You can see that story, the full list, and much more. Yeah, if you guys missed this news over the uh, over the holidays between Christmas and New Year's, NBC News uh, reported uh, more details about the China spy balloon that flew across the U.S. last year. And 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 Montana Senator Steve Daines basically straight up called it a cover up by the Biden administration. Anyway, that's uh, let's see. Let's start there with Tim in Billings on the phone lines. Uh, Tim, thanks for uh, sticking around. Good morning, gentlemen, and Happy New Year. Uh, so I just, what, what fascinates me is how oblivious many of our politicians and virtually all of our media wants to be the Chinese aggression. And there's a very simple reason why. They're paid by China. Maybe not by, the check may not say CCP, but some company in China or some organization or NGO or whatever China has been building artificial islands in the South Pacific for over a decade that are strategically placed so that they have a, a tactical advantage when it comes to warfare. They built a peninsula to Hong Kong so that they could roll tanks right into the city and uh, take over Hong Kong. They have publicly stated and just recently did and then reiterated it twice that they are looking to reunify with Taiwan and Hong Kong, and their entire goal is that the whole world should operate like they do. And one time when George was was uh, guest hosting for you, Aaron, cited an article, I believe it was the, the Epoch Times, that uh, had a list of the amount of money many of these news organizations received from Chinese companies for advertising dollars. Oh, yeah. What are they advertising for? Be a communist? No, they're just getting this money and, and being the puppet for the Chinese communists. And I believe many of our politicians are the same. But how would anybody know? If well, you listen well to NBC, says, yeah, NBC wants, wants access to the Chinese market, so they'll ignore uh, all of the Chinese aggression. They'll ignore, you know, the Communist Chinese Party abuses, the, and, and the slavery, the forced sterilization of Uyghur women. 
Uh, Joe Biden, I think we all know what's going on there. Tim, thanks for the call. Uh, John Jackson, your thoughts? Oh, yeah. You watched as they released, intentionally released, a pandemic on the world and nothing happened to them. Trump, um, you know, got some sanctions on them. But other than that, what happened to them behind that? They should have been crushed, pulverized into dust behind that. But nobody did it. Nobody talked about it because of their economic and military strength. Well, and, you know, they should have at least paid a, a price with, with their reputation around the world. I mean, we had the uh, uh, the perfect opportunity to finally counter the communist Chinese propaganda in Africa, in Central America, in South America, worldwide, where they've been, you know, advancing their Belt and Road Initiative and taking over telecommunications infrastructure so they can spy on the people and control the people. And... And and yet we let them get away with it. And and you look at the way the the, the entirety of the liberal uh, media mob uh, worked to protect the communist Chinese. How dare you question whether the the virus came from the That's lab? Racist. You're not even supposed to ask that question. Uh, and so yeah, this is this is par for the course on that front. What were some of the stories that stood out to you over the holidays, John? Well, everything that's been going on probably, you know, because during the holidays is kind of slow, you know, because the politicians are out, you know, aren't in office screwing things up, you know, during that time, so it's kind of slow. But if you're watching all over the country, these pro Hamas protesters have been blowing things up everywhere what went on over christmas what went on just yesterday new year's eve new year's day all this stuff they're blocking roads they were blocking roads in and out of jfk airport the other day they are um, totally screwing up they were on, t- on one of the bridges in new york uh, they're determined to stop anything they can and just throw chaos into into anything they can but what's beautiful about it is they're doing it to the deep blue area. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's glorious. So uh, this is an, another example of where, hey, this is the monster that you created. So when these anti-Israel, pro-Hamas activists block a highway, shut down a bridge, try to you know launch their own balloon to try to shut down uh, air traffic at JFK Airport... Didn't happen at the Bozeman Airport. Didn't happen at the Billings Airport. <laughs> didn't happen at Glacier International. Didn't happen on you know the the, the bridge over uh, you know. But now I shouldn't be giving them ideas because they'll probably they'll be over the Clark Fork in Missoula any any moment now. But but no, you're you're right. This is the monster they created in these blue cities. You support these radical left wing activists. This is what happens. Well, that's exactly what I said on Twitter. I said, Dr. Frankenstein, meet your monster. <laughs> you created it. You know, take a big old bite. Well, speaking of in- interesting creations, we have a character named the Mighty Human Z on the phone lines right now. Uh, of course, uh, you know, you're a rumble podcaster. Uh, uh, Z, great to hear from you. Hey, Happy New Year. This is Bill Clinton calling. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm behind your man. If you can't, can't make the phone. I have to tell you, uh, I'm back in the news again because being on that plane. But here's the deal. I was working on a comedy. And as I told Chelsea, this comedy is sort of a memoir. I call it How I Ditched Your Mother. And it was appropriate because I was on that plane 50 times. I ditched that hill dog. I'm sorry. But, hey, Happy New Year. Good to talk to you, gentlemen. Hillary's going to be what kind of what kind of uh, feminazi uh, lecture series is Hillary going to start next if the Epstein flight logs finally get released, right? Stomp on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> well,
Well, at least it's not snakes on a plane. Uh, you know, at least it's not that one. John Jackson, uh, I'll tell you what, hold that thought. Uh, Mighty Human Z, great to hear from you. Phone lines are open, 406-294-0970. Yeah, if you guys missed the, uh, the Bill Clinton news, uh, we'll get to that right after this. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, John, you want to stick around for the 9 o'clock hour today, too? Can you do a two-hour show with us here today? I'll work for you, uh, brother. Hey, all right. Well, it's because, you know, it's the, it's the first day back after 2024s. I, I can just go downstairs and drink coffee if you just want. No, no, no. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad to be back. Uh, you know, you know, after a few days of kind of sitting around it's like you know you you realize that even doing nothing you can still be really busy so why not be really busy doing productive things like taking our country back in 2024 that's what we got to do this year we got to get our country back on track and uh man because uh it's getting crazy out there uh and that's why i wasn't really excited about you know ringing in the new year because look at what joe biden's had for this country over the last three uh, what kind of craziness are they going to have in store for the country over the next? But um, one thought that that I've been that I've been thinking about o- over the holidays, you know, and you'd, you'd see the headlines about, you know, oh, Colorado wants to throw Donald Trump off the ballot. The main Secretary of State wants, to, you know, to throw Donald J. Trump off the ballot. But oh, we're saving democracy. And, and so it it got me thinking, and I, I I've kind of thrown this thought out there, and I know John uh, heard this. Can't remember if I shared it via Twitter, but you know the the thought I threw out there, and and I'm interested in ideas from John. I'm interested in ideas from you, because I think we can add to this list. I and basically the thought I had is that whatever whenever the left says that they're saving something, they're actually destroying it. They'll say they're saving it, but they're actually destroying it. And so I know John's got some thoughts on that. We'll get to that here in a second. But first, here is the uh, – for those of you who are wondering, what's the Bill Clinton news? Because the, uh, the mighty human Z was saying, Bill Clinton's back in the news now. He's got some flight logs coming out. Uh, here's the latest from Fox News Radio. There are more than 150 individuals identified only as John or Jane Doe's, but illegal masking is about to come off. Last month, a Manhattan federal judge ruled that there was no justification to continue to have documents sealed in the settled case involving an Epstein accuser and the convicted sex offender's now jailed associate, Ghislaine Maxwell. The documents are expected to be unredacted and released as early as tomorrow and among those named, former President Bill Clinton. That's according to ABC News, which notes that the 77-year-old is mentioned more than 50 times within the lengthy court text. The references will likely come from attempts to have Clinton testify against Epstein and Maxwell. All right. Anyway, yeah, apparently he's mentioned more than 50 times. That was the biggest surprise news story. Who would have ever figured that Bill Clinton would somehow be listed in, in the Epstein story? I'm shocked. Shocked and dismayed. Uh, of all, I mean, of all of these incredible American leaders, who would have ever thought Bill Clinton would be named? You know what, what happened here about two weeks ago on Jesse Waters? He had uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. on there. And I'm just sitting, I'm, I'm, I'm tweeting and, you know, kind of listening to it passively. And out of nowhere, Jesse says, so, hey, um, 
Did you know Epstein? Oh, yeah, I knew him. Were you ever on his plane? Yes, I was. And he says I've, he was on the plane several times. It's like I'm a Kennedy. What, what yeah. you, of course. <laughs> and went here and went there. And says that his wife was really good friends with this Jelaine Maxwell and everything. And you're thinking, what, what, what just happened here? Why did he just pick this time right now to out himself? And now you know. Because those those logs are getting ready to come out, so he wanted to get out. If jump. it's coming anyway. Yeah, he was uh, going to jump ahead of it uh, and get it out there. If there's yeah. a tsunami coming, grab your surfboard. Get yeah, out in front of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the RFK approach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's the latest on that story. Uh, speaking of Bill Clinton, if, if anybody missed our, our, our show from the Summit Cigar Lounge yesterday, uh, the full audio is on our Montana Talks podcast. It, you know, we had a, a great show. It was brand new audio that we recorded at the Summit Cigar Cigar Lounge with uh, former State Senator John Brendan out of Scobie and uh, Greg Franks, the proprietor of the, the Summit Cigar Lounge, talked a lot of Montana political history and, and much more. So uh, and, and had some great cigars in the process while we were there as well. We need to do Summit Cigar Lounge unplugged, like a podcast type of on Rumble where we can just, you know, lay it out there and t- talk how we normally talk like during the breaks here. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about that, too, because, you know, I'm always the type where I'm like the microphone are always hot. You always got to assume the microphones are hot. I'll be down the hall and Mark and Paul, the breakfast flakes, they're just letting them rip. And I'm like, holy cow. But somehow they've survived 35 years without a hot mic scenario. <laughs> so I'm going to knock on wood. But I thought, no, it'd be fun to get get them down there or just anybody. We, we've thought about that. We should do like a, a podcast series from the Cigar Lounge. Kind of like, you know, hey, John Brennan was in town from Scobie. You know, we got a, somebody else who's in town. Hey, let's go down. Let's do – we should do that like once a month or once a quarter or something like that. So, uh, yeah, because it, it'd be fun. Um, it, it's also fun because then you don't have time limits and, and things like that. And, frankly, we could still grab some of the audio and use it on the radio, kind of like what we did with the show yesterday. Is originally, we were just going to do that as kind of a Montana history podcast you know something where we go in depth uh, but then it was like wait a minute this would be perfect for like a new year's day show where you can sit back and really kind of listen in on some montana political history but then you know we also kind of tied in the 2024 u.s senate race and what what clearly is going to be i I think the biggest story here in montana over the the next 11 months so uh yeah so anyway uh great conversation uh okay so i i threw out this thought you know Whatever, whenever the left says they're saving something, they're actually destroying it. You know, like, hey, we're going to save democracy by removing opposing candidates from the ballot. We're going to save transgender kids by removing their body parts, even though that's going to lead to more suicides for, you know, kids that are struggling with, you know, uh, dysphoria, for example. We're going to save black lives by removing law enforcement from predominantly black communities. We're saving Ukraine. You're the reason Ukraine got invaded, you <laughs> morons, but you're saving Ukraine. Get the heck out of here. I mean, come on. So it's just there, I think we could come up with a lengthy list of if the when the, whenever the left says they're saving something, they're actually destroying it. Well, government itself, government itself destroys because they don't have to compete with anybody. So they like I always I make the McDonald's uh, reference is that if the government ran McDonald's, you would be paying twenty five dollars for a hamburger that you would wait an hour for. And it tastes like crap. Okay, that's that's government efficiency for you. But see, the left takes it one step further. They're destruction is intentional they're trying to bring down that thing that they're addressing and here i have some good apples listen to you this morning and you were talking about it 
Think about this. Remember the 2008 housing crash? Yeah. Okay. You know what was in the large part caused that? Government. Was the Community Reinvestment Act, right? The exact opposite of what they're... <laughs> Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, government-backed, yeah. uh, you know, government intrusion into the housing markets. The Community Reinvestment Act. Okay, what did Joe Biden just do here two summers ago? The Inflation Reduction Act, where they spent over a trillion dollars. Increased inflation. Uh, increasing inflation. And, of course, the biggest, bestest example you will ever hear is the Affordable Care Act. The Obamacare, which, of course, is the thing that has screwed up your health care for the last, what is it, 15 years now? Yeah. So it's basically, so this kind of ties in, it's, this is the pattern. If the left says they're doing something, they're actually doing the opposite of it. So if they say they're saving something, they're actually destroying it. If they say they're lowering the price of health care, they're actually raising the price of health care. If they say they're lowering inflation, they're actually increasing inflation. But speaking of inflation... I saw, I saw this news story, you know, because I'm like, you you know, it's, the, the news is a little light during the holidays, right? So, you know, but but you and I, we like to stay up on the news. And, and I'm, I got much more information from Twitter than I did from a lot of the, you yeah. know, the local news sources. Um, and, and I'm not bashing the local news sources. Everybody's light during the holidays. We were light during the holidays, but we had some great fill in uh, folks, of course. David Noble and John was here. Um, but I see this story. Looking ahead to 2024, a look at inflation. And I'm thinking, oh, they must have interviewed Dr. Pat Barkey from the University of Montana's Bureau of Business and Economic Research. Or some economist. No, you know who their, their inflation expert, the entire story on this local TV station about inflation was the guy who got fired as the as the as the editor for the Billings Gazette who now has his own liberal blog. <laughs> they brought a liberal blogger on to talk about inflation. And he says, "Well, yeah, well, well inflation is lower." No, it's not. It went up again. It went up again by another almost 4%. How can you claim that it's lower? Well, it didn't go up by as much as it went up by last year. It still went up. That's not lower. <laughs> and this was on a TV station. But it's the holiday skeleton crew. I get it. But, I mean, come on, people. Well, I, I haven't. Journalism I have, 101. I have, I have another um, kind of you know, bad piece of news for you. On, the, on, that, <laughs> on that topic, there is another measure of inflation. That was my between Christmas and New Year's, oh, for Pete's sake, moment. <laughs> There's another thing with the economy we have to watch out for, and it's called hoflation. Apparently, uh, it's a new measure of the economy, and this is it's talking about lead economist Hunter Biden. And, uh, <laughs> it's, there's apparently I'll read this: there's a dramatic increase in cost for men to maintain a relationship with women when women are bringing less to the table now because women are out in you know in the workspace. They are not the the homemakers, uh, housewives. Um, they are more about themselves, so they're more narcissistic now. So they're pointing out that the the indication, the indicator of hoflation, is going way, way up in 2023 so, and 2024. So who made this claim? Where did this report come from? That was zero from? hedge. Zero that hedge. was zero hedge. Yeah. Okay, all right. Oh yeah. man, I I'm not going to endorse anything. <laughs> that you just said right there. For the, I know this is the most unwoke hour of the week, but I just want to say I don't endorse anything that was just said right now. I am just repeating what I read on the news, Aaron. I do not hey, endorse this You need this to get yourself a sugar mama too, brother. You know what I mean? You just need to relax. <laughs> I do not endorse this in any way. I'm just being, I'm being a newsman. See, if we were on Twitter, I would have the Will Ferrell, 
you know, when he's when he's yelling at his at his, his baby girl, you need to relax. That's that's the the meme or the gif or the gif or whatever you call those things that we would use for that one. Ron Burgundy, everybody stand by. I have an important announcement. And if we were on the podcast, he would then say, you know what, San Diego. Uh, speaking of uh, your inflation uh, story, um, Pornhub. I figured you might know more about this story. Uh, Pornhub shuts down access in Montana. I saw that. Uh, let's save that one for the 9 o'clock hour. Phone lines are open for you, 406 294 You can call in uh, phone, or you can message us on the Montana Talks app. Uh, yeah, anything and everything you want to talk about here on Montana Talks. America. As 2023 came to a close, the U.S.-Mexican border hit a migrant encounter watermark with a record-shattering 302,000 encounters along the southern border. In the month of December alone, Customs and Border Patrol saying that since the new fiscal year began October 1st, there have been more than 785,000 migrant encounters. Also, a record. That is such an astronomically high number that it overwhelms the Border Patrol. And so the smugglers and the cartels, they know this. They're coaching individuals how to get across uh, that border, how to alter passports if they need to, so that they can be released into the country. Very concerning from both a public safety and a national security concern. Chad Wolf, former acting U.S. Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security on Fox and Friends, calling for immediate policy changes as the Biden administration insists that the U.S.-Mexican border is closed. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. I'm Evan Brown. Happy New Year. Hope you didn't shoot off any celebratory gunfire. There's a few new laws across several states in the new year that gun owners and enthusiasts should probably know about. We'll begin in Illinois where the state-mandated registry for certain firearms like AR-15 style semi-automatic rifles is now in effect. The state created it following the July 4th parade shooting in the town of Highland Park. Anyone who hasn't registered their firearms on that state list by now will now face charges if found out. Multiple infractions can land you in prison for a decade in Illinois. Now, laws passed in Delaware prohibit legal owners from carrying in schools or at polling places. With all the election stuff this year, be sure to know what the law is if you carry while headed to the polls. And in New Jersey, firearms traffickers can be prosecuted if they sell a gun used in a crime. And those are your bullet points. I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. For Fox News, Hannity, Bongino, and Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, we got some, some big Montana stories we want to talk about. Uh, let, let's save the, the more Montana-specific stories for the 9 o'clock hour of the show. Unless you guys want to call in and talk about them now, we can do that too. Uh, 406-294-0970. But uh, I've got a story on our Montana Talks website right now. Uh, remember when Montana Democrats said they wanted a special session of the legislature because they were pretending to care about property taxes? Well, they had a chance to vote for a special session of the legislature, and, of course, they didn't vote for it. Uh, anyway, a great tweet from Lucas Schubert out of the Flathead. We'll talk about that story coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. Plus, Pornhub 
shuts down access in Montana, and at least one Montana Democrat is not happy. Uh, we'll tell you about that story in the 9 o'clock hour of the show. Uh, oh, and uh, just got this headline in uh, from the Montana legislature. Uh, New Year brings lower taxes to Montanans. So that's that's some good news we'll share with you here as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, John Jackson, um, this sounds like another... Babylon B headline that was satire, that was a joke, but that came true. It actually happened. Uh, so uh, apparently in California, there is it the El Nino effect or something like that? They're getting just these massive waves uh, and high tides that are rolling yep. in. And so, so pretty crazy videos that, that, that I was seeing, I think, on uh, Twitter, X, and elsewhere. But, uh, but there was this Babylon Bee satirical headline about how God sends massive waves to clear the human feces off of the streets of L.A. But then it's another Babylon Bee headline that actually came true. That's what actually happened. Well, you, you, you can't even believe, looking at these headlines, that it's real. Because how, how many times have we talked about on your show about these different deep blue cities that are really just shift holes, right? We've called them that straight out. Well, then, here they have a big wave come into L.A. the other day and then washed back out into the ocean. And now you've got L.A. County asking the public not to go in the water because of all of their garbage and feces and everything else that was on their streets washed back out into the ocean. So now it's not safe to swim. And I mean, how do you tell the whole world, yes, we are not a parody anymore. We are indeed a shift hole. It just, so bad that when our streets wash into the ocean, the ocean is no longer safe to swim in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but hey, there's a new wave of COVID going around. They shouldn't be near the beaches anyway. They should be hiding in their homes and wearing masks and uh, not exercising, right? Oh, my you know? God. Do you remember that? Then filling in the skateboard. <laughs> oh, yeah. The skateboard well, parts. And, oh. and now, and now the, the new law that took effect in California January 1st, yesterday, the new law in California is they're giving free health care to all illegal aliens. That's the new law that just took effect. In California, even though they're what? Uh, I think Nancy and Roundup told us $68 billion deficit in California. Now they're going to pile 3 to $4 billion more on top of that because they're giving free health care to all illegal aliens. Well, f first thing, one of the first things Biden did when he came into office was spend how many, you know, it's almost a trillion dollars. That was basically a bailout for all the states. And you knew this was coming because already for 20 years you've been looking at some of these blue states that were, you know, just ver verging on, on bankruptcy. Well, do you, Aaron, do you think that they took any of our taxpayer money and used it to pay off their debts? Oh, no. They just kept on spending. That's why right away, within less than two years, they're right back to being, you know, close to bankruptcy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of spending, so we were talking about the Inflation Reduction Act and how it actually increased inflation, the Affordable Care Act and how it actually increased the cost of health care. Frank and Kalispell messaged us on the Montana Talks app. Guys, keep it real. Trump signed the CARES Act, trillions in inflationary deficit spending. I'll give Frank this. Like, I think uh, at least I know I was at the time. I can't remember you, John, but I know a lot of us were critical of, you know, the stimulus checks that were sent out. And a lot of the spending that took place under Trump, just like, you know, we're critical of spending, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. 
I think that being said, I would say two. Th- I would add two things to it. One is you had Democrat mayors, Democrat governors, health officers all across this country locking down the American economy, and Trump was simply trying to keep this keep this economy going and keep our country from going under. That's why Trump was consistently pushing back against these lockdowns. Um, uh, the other thing I would add is that when it comes to inflationary spending. Look, I get it. There's people out there that want to support another Repo- Republican candidate in the primary election. So so they want to take shots at Trump right now. But you look at what actually really led to the spike in inflation. What was inflation under Donald J. Trump compared to what inflation was under Joe Biden? Pat Barkey from the University of Montana's Bureau of Business and Economic Research uh, had it in his radio report at the time that when the inflation really took a, a clear uh, skyrocket upwards was after, uh, was after the, the ARPA bill that John Tester and Joe Biden passed on a party line vote. It wasn't, it, it wasn't the previous uh, stimulus funds that, that, that caused that, that. So just to be factually accurate, I, I wanted to make that point. Well, you, you, you look back at everything that happened during COVID with, with President Trump. And yes, there were some missteps in there, you know, including Fauci, including this CARES Act. But let's get it straight. Let's get it straight to history of what happened. He had 15 days to slow the spread. And by May... What was that, six, eight weeks later? He was telling everybody to open back up because they saw the numbers. They knew what was really going on with COVID. It was only affecting, you know, the elderly and the immunocompromised. And then, you know, he signed that. He signed that act. He should not have done that. But I dare anybody to show me anybody that would have done any better than he did. All, all you're hearing right now is he's never Trump idiots and these democrats are the ones that are taking shots well shots and, and and we all remember too it's you know people who are now monday morning quarterback and oh well he should have just done this he should have done that. that guy was in a war every day of his presidency yep. and and he was fighting back against these lockdowns uh, you know now should he have fired fauci uh, could he have fired fauci it's, it's easy to say looking backwards but but the fact is is i think he was doing everything he could just to allow states to remain open because remember they wanted to force shut everybody they wanted to shut florida down uh they want you know they when when bullock was the democrat governor they had montana locked down but we got a republican governor and that bs but but trump uh, you know was the reason why these red states were allowed to remain open and i i think i i think other folks would have just buckled under the pressure uh let's go back into the phone lines we got granny pam uh, uh calling in on the phone lines uh one of the the great friends of john jackson uh, via twitter granny pam great to hear from you Hey, good to hear you guys this morning, too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, a little, a few minutes ago, you were talking about democracy. And the left continues to say that Trump is trying to destroy democracy. He is. And let me tell you why. It's not a bad thing. Democracy is mob rule. Everyone gets a vote. That's right. Everyone does get a vote. But in a democratic republic or a constitutional republic, as we are in, we have four different standards of what's fair. So if you look at what we're living in as a democracy, if California and New York have more voters than everyone else, then they get to do what they want to do and no one else has a voice. And that's what they hate. They hate us having a voice. So, yes, we do want to destroy their version of democracy, but it doesn't make it wrong. 
No, yeah, well said. We are not a democracy. We are a republic, uh, in a constitutional republic for a reason. Granny Pam, great to hear from you. John, it reminds me of these mobs that you see, these anti-Israel, these anti-Jewish mobs. I mean, there was a... uh, uh, a woman, um, a mother with her 12-year-old daughter at a mall who was just getting, uh, you know, verbally assaulted and eventually physically attacked by this radical Palestinian woman and her nut job husband or whoever it was that was next to her. And, 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 and you know what? If, 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 these, if these people, especially that are shutting down American infrastructure in the name of Hamas, if they are not American citizens, they should be th- thrown the hell out of this country ASAP. Well, you know who they are. That's just the next iteration. They're just that's just Antifa and BLM wearing their little towels on their heads and pret- pretending that they're they're you know Palestinians and pro Hamas. That's just, that's just the the left's stormtroopers continuing the chaos. That's that's who they are. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, but but that's what this you know what her call reminds me of is that uh, is that basically you have this mob and they want the mob to rule. If the mob demands that we start defunding the police, well, we're, if the mob demands that you're supposed to give up your Second Amendment rights, oh, forget the Constitution, forget the protection against mob rule. No, no, no. Democracy. Mob a, rule. But only when it's their mob, Aaron. Remember that. Only when it's their mob. If, 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 if it's a bunch of people, you know, on January 6th, uh, protesting election cheating, they don't want to hear anything about that. That's right. Uh, 406-294-0970, the number for you, or you can send us a message on our Montana Talks app if you got something you want to talk about. Uh, and then John Jackson sticking around with us uh, for the 9 o'clock hour of the program as well. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. I don't like the city. I hate the city. I think it's an absolute Adam Schiffel. And um, it just is. And it's not safe. And it's not secure. And by the way, it's not a, especially not a safe place for me. If you're in any other state but New York and you think it's a big deal to come visit New York, don't. It's a waste of your time. Well, that's untrue. Unless no, you're coming to the Hannity Town Hall. And therefore, well, that, you build your vacation around well, visiting. Well, people are doing that. I and mean, therefore, we support that trip. Or Correct. if you want some free crack pipes. That, that, that's, that took that, a that, turn. And okay. you get free Narcan and free condoms. And you get lubricant as well. Um, and what else would they offer? Three o'clock. Here we are. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today. Right here. More than 200 fire department jurisdictions trust the Knox entry system to provide secure access to buildings, elevators, and control rooms when seconds matter. Now, businesses, schools, airports, several industrial applications are also using Knox entry to manage controlled access and authorize service activity for critical assets. Now, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. Just go to Knox.com for more information. That's K-N-O-X.com. Does your current trophy wife want a life insurance policy three times the size of your previous mistakes? Relax and call Big Lou at Term Provider. Big Lou says if you're in your 50s, even a bit porky, a $1 million term life policy should only cost about two to 300 bucks per month. Call Big Lou at 800-529-2856. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He likes trophies, too. For affordable life insurance, call 800-529-2856. Montana Harvest, where people get healthy. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better studio. 
This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's jump right back into the phone lines here. Just a quick few minutes left this hour of the show, and then John Jackson will stick with us, and we'll be taking more of your phone calls in the 9 o'clock hour as well. Jim in Malta, great to hear from you. What's going on, and Happy New Year. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Use that term loosely, of course. Uh, yeah, happy New Year right. to you both. <laughs> hey, uh, just real quick, uh, remind everybody, uh, Bongino said it best, uh, anything that liberal Democrats say is opposite day. If they tell you that the economy is doing great, they're wrong. It sucks. If the border is closed, no, they're letting millions of people in. Um, transportation is usually a good precursor to what the economy is going to do. Uh, freight, uh, flatbed, reefer, van load freight has been down 21 to 42 percent year over year uh, and from November was the last report I saw. Uh, train freight is down. The economy's not going to be doing better. Um, not at all. So any, any, anything that uh, the media tells you, Democrats tell you, you know, 700,000 illegals are uh, now getting free health care uh, in the state of California. Um, yeah, don't believe it. Well, I what I do first off, yeah, no, it's very interesting what you're saying about the economy because we, yeah, we've seen the news. I was actually telling, uh, you know, uh, Greg Franks and some of the guys down at the cigar lounge. You know, I was talking about my trip to Malta and how, yeah, you were saying how, hey, you know, because every, everybody's seen the news headlines about how trucking is is down pretty big right now. There's a lot of uh, fluctuations in the trucking industry because there's just not shipping as much as they were before. But you were telling me rails down big time as well. Yep, that's correct, and and those are always good precursors as to what your economy is, is doing. I mean, production is down, purchasing is down, therefore freight's not being shipped, um, and, you know, this is pre, uh, after COVID, uh, nothing to do with the uh, Mexican border shutting uh, the, the, the two main routes for trains coming through um, uh, at Eagle Pass and El Paso. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a good indicator um, as to what the economy is going to do going forward, um, you know, six months out plus. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, What percentage would you say rail is down? Um, off the top of my head, I would say uh, over over the peak season, uh, what, uh, what we saw, anywhere from 15 to 25 percent um, of what it normally would have been. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Well, Jim, thanks for calling in. Great to hear from you and great to see you uh, recently as well. I had a great time in Malta. Uh, my last show before I took off for, us for some vacation during the holidays, and what a great trip it was. Just got to see so many incredible uh, folks up there, so many great listeners to the show. Uh, a lot of fans of yours up there too, John Jackson, yeah. by the way, in Malta. They're like, oh, yeah, we get a kick out of that John Jackson character. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, he was talking about the uh, – you know, California giving free health care to illegal aliens. I feel like that's a story we should repeat over. And I feel like we should put up billboards in Bozeman. Free health care for illegals in California. Because we know there's a bunch of illegal aliens running around here. And so we need to tell them, hey, you get free health care in California. We should tell them about all the free stuff they get in California if they leave Montana. Well, um, put up signs at every major interstate coming into Montana with that big, welcome to Montana. But remember, <laughs> illegal aliens get free health care in California, which is the other way. Now, you're going to have to have multiple signs, though, because you're going to have to have them in Farsi for the Iranians coming in. You're going to have to have them in Arabic for the, the people coming from Yemen. You're going to have to, you know, I mean. So Spanish and English alone ain't going to cut it, John. Hold on. I got, I got you covered here. Durka, Durka, Muhammad Jihad, Muhammad Jihad, Allahu Akbar. Okay, that, put that right on the sign. Free healthcare, go. California. <laughs> Good picture of the California flag. Bienvenidos a California. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> oh man, yeah. And they're like, "No, are you kidding me? That place is a shithole." What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I God, love? God bring waves. Take poop to ocean. You know. You know what I love about that story? It's just like the Hamas protesters in New York. It's great because all you people in California, all you Democrat voters, guess what? This is going to do to your health care. Take a big old bite. Well, that's what it's, it's going to drive up costs. It's going to drive down access. Yeah. Uh, you know. But again. You created this monster, you voted so for it. Uh, think about that while your highway's blocked uh, as you sit in traffic for four. Oh, who would want to live there? Oh, my goodness. All right, uh, John's sticking around for the 9 o'clock hour, taking your calls, too.